guys. This is Teresa. And this is Lauren, and you're listening to Salt and Burn, a podcast about Supernatural, the TV show. This week we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 3, Dead in the Water. Yep. Which, that title really does pretty much sum up everything that happens in this episode. <laughs> yeah, it was dead in the water. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. It's Overall, it's a good, um, nice, suspenseful episode, but it was definitely filler, mm-hmm. uh, and somehow I had never seen it, ever, but I I didn't miss much, so. Yeah, it's um, definitely a filler episode, but I, I remember watching it, but it's nothing to really write home about, so I guess I never really watched it again. But yeah, so this episode is about this lake in Lake Manitowoc, Wisconsin, that keeps essentially eating people. Um, and so this family that lives right on the lake is called the Carltons, and, um, the reason that Sam and Dean were, uh, called to Lake Manitowoc is because this girl essentially drowned in the lake, but since she, her body, firstly, was never found, and she was the first of three drownings in the same year none of those bodies were found, even though they tried to drag the lake and they used sonar, none of the bodies were ever recovered. So, of course, this kind of perks Sam and Dean's ears up, like, oh, there's something going on here, and I don't think that it's just some person that's going out killing people in this lake. Mm-hmm. And all of the deaths were also, like, the captain of the swim team, or, like, people who had been out there their whole lives. Like, she's really not likely to just drown. Yeah which just made them seem all the more interested. There's not really a connection between Lake Manitowoc and their father at all. So this is the first sort of deviation that we see where they just want to go out and hunt something bad. Yeah. It's not really doing a lot to track down their dad. Yeah, so they, um, that that kind of is what uh, Sam is feeling, like this is not, somewhere where we need to be, like, we need to find Dad, um, and at some point, I don't remember exactly what happens, but Sam is, uh, Sam says something that makes Dean say, I'm sick of this attitude, and I remember writing down, here, here, Dean, I'm sick of Sam's stupid attitude, because he's just, like, sitting around moping the whole time, or he's being whiny, he's just being, like, the most annoying person in the whole entire show, and you just want him to shut up constantly, (laughs) I don't remember what he, he said. He really is. Yeah, I don't remember what he said at that point, but it was when they were in the diner at the beginning when they were, like, reading uh, those weird stories about Lake Minnetonk in the paper. And, I, yeah, I think he says something about, like, we need to find Dad. Why are we even here? Like, what What, do you, what does this even have to do with Dad? Like, why are you looking up this stupid thing about Lake Minnetonk? And Dean's like, what? People are dying, Sam. Like, what is your problem? <laughs> That, I think, that sums up, like, the entire episode between Sam and Dean. Like, Dean is working really, really hard to figure out what's going on, how can he help these people, you know, he, you see a completely different side of Dean and his personality in this episode, and Sam is basically, he just, he just wants to cut and run, he just does not give two shits about any of these people or anything that's going on if it's not directly affecting him 
Yeah. Which is really shitty. Like, he's just being a terrible person. Like, you guys, they have the skill set to help people, and Sam just wants to leave them all to drown a horrible death. Yeah. Or get hunted down by a Wendigo. Yeah, he's... Sam is just completely doing his own thing. Yeah. But... Um, I think probably my favorite part of this episode was watching um, Dean interact with Lucas. Mm -hmm. And Lucas is this little boy who saw his father drown. And he is also the grandson of the local sheriff. Um, His mother is played by Amy Acker, who I feel like she was probably already semi-famous at this point, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, she had a lot of Joss Whedon stuff under her belt. She was in Dollhouse. Yeah, so she's been around for a while. I don't remember when exactly Dollhouse happened. It was in the but 90s. I feel like people would have known her. F- no, Dollhouse wasn't in the 90s. Or was it in the early 2000s? It was, the, it was in the aughts somewhere. Okay. Because it, it was... It feels really 90s, but the early 2000s feel like the 90s. That's true. Um, um, so she, she is the only familiar face of this episode. But um, Lucas, what, witnessing his father's drowning would have been traumatic for any child. But there's something about um, Lucas that Dean notices is a little bit more off. He doesn't speak, and he's been obsessively drawing ever since this happened. Mm -hmm. And Dean spends a lot of time with this kid to figure out, you know, what's he drawing? What does he know? But also, he's genuinely trying to help this little kid heal. Mm -hmm. He shares a lot with him about, you know, losing his own mother and how hard that was for him, and he works really hard to just, to let him, he doesn't force him to try to talk or anything, he just wants to be there for him. Yeah. Which, which was really nice. You you don't get to see Dean's, like, quote-unquote sensitive side very often. Yeah. But it's a really good glimpse into how, I mean, he knew his mother, and he knew that she died in a horrible way. Yeah, and I think and since he had like witnessed his mother's death, I think he kind of knew exactly how Lucas was feeling and knew how, like vaguely how he should approach that situation, how he should talk to Lucas, because I'm sure he didn't want to talk after his mom died. He didn't want to do pretty much anything, probably, um, just because of how violent his mom died. So I'm sure that he's like addressing Lucas in the same way that he wishes that someone would address him after exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, summer, I mean summary, summary-wise for this episode, it basically just goes, they, they notice there are a few more drownings that happen while the boys are in town, and they realize they're connected to a few specific families. Yeah, it, cause it, so, so it starts off with the sister of the Carlton family, the one who was, like, a varsity swimmer who should not have drowned. Um, and then, um, so we're all kind of hung up on that one. Like, we know that some shit's going down. We know about past drownings. And then um, her brother drowns, and not in the lake. He drowns in the sink. So that in a nasty ass sink yeah. full of swamp water. Yeah, the grossest water you could ever think of. He drowns in it. Um, and so since he drowns in a fucking sink, we know that something is wrong. We know that something is not it's not a monster. It's not like a Nessie or anything like that. It's not something that's living in the lake. 
Um, something is tied to this lake, and it's probably angry. It is hunting people. Yeah. For sure. And we eventually find out that there's something going on with the dam. Like, the they're draining the lake because they can't fund the dam. Is that right? That sounds... Something like that. Yeah, something like that. So since this... Uh, the thing that's tied to this lake that's hunting people and drowning them, it knows that its uh, its time is up because this lake is about to get drained, so we know it's trying to, like, hurry up with whatever it's trying to do. It has some sort of objective, and it needs to get that finished before the whole lake is drained, and then who knows what. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that once the brother dies, they try to go and talk to his dad, but his dad is being the worst, and the dad makes me so mad throughout this entire episode, because he, like, Mm -hmm. when Sam and Dean go to talk to him, they're like, hey, we can help you, like, we need to know exactly what you saw, we think that you know what's going on here, and he, the dad just says, I've already told the police everything. I have answered too many questions today. I don't want to answer any more. And then, like, tells them to leave. And and they're like, okay, great, but, like, we need to talk to you because we think that you're connected with all of these. And, like, we just want to know if you have any information because we're not just cops. We're, like, supernatural hunters and we know more than you do so help us out help us help you but he's just like no <laughs> fuck off um so no, basically like i get losing both of your children would be incredibly traumatic however i mean i just don't understand how you wouldn't want as much help as you can get yeah to like Unless fight the he- thing that killed your kids Unless he was just already on a suicide mission from that point on, like, if he knew what was going on and he was just like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give up, there's no point anymore, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think, now that I know how the episode ends, I think that's probably what he was thinking, is he It's still weird, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. Because he also didn't know... You know, who else was this, you know, the vengeful spirit going to track down and kill? Mm -hmm. He had no way of knowing that. Yeah. Like, obviously, they were shitty people to begin with, and they were still shitty people as adults. Yeah, so after, um, after Sam and Dean go and talk to the dad, he decides that it's time to go take a little lake trip, and he gets in his boat and, uh, rides it to the middle of the lake, Uh, and then, um, I think... Sam and Dean kind of had the a... The boat just blows up. Yeah, I think Sam and Dean kind of knew. The explodes. Yeah, they knew that something was going to happen to him or something. And then when they go to, like, save him, he's already in the lake, and then his boat basically explodes. And he f- goes flying. And so we know that he's dead. Um, and then the, the sheriff, like, brings Sam and Dean in and are like, hey, we know that you're not the U.S. Wildlife Service that you said that you were, because we looked you up, and there are no agents, Ford or Hamill, in huh. in the U.S. Wildlife Service. Uh, what a surprise! Yeah, and so he basically tells them that um, you're the closest thing that we have to a suspect, but we know that you didn't do this, so you need to leave, and tells them that if they didn't leave, that he would 
they rush them. So they leave, but something's not quite sitting right with Dean. Um, and so maybe because nothing has been resolved yet. Yeah, and he whatsoever. Knows, he knows that even though is Sam weird. is ready to just leave. Sam is so down. Sam's just like, great. That offer sounds wonderful. Yeah. You will never see us again. Bye. I have better things to do. Exactly. And so Dean's like, no, 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 no. I need to turn around and go back. So he turns around and goes back. He's made this connection with Lucas. Um, gotten Lucas to, like, kind of speak to him in pictures where he, like, he draws... Lucas will draw Dean a picture that kind of is alluding to the direction that Dean needs to go in. So at first... Uh, he drew a picture of the Carlton's house, which is where they found the dad that was trying to kill himself. Um, and so he's like, I need to go see what's up with Lucas, because um, he was really scared when I tried to leave. So they go back, and... Do they know at this point about the bicycle and the little boy? No, not yet. Um, okay. okay, so what... I don't think so, but it's kind of hard to get it all... Perfectly, perfectly. It in all line. blurs. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, so when they come back, they go to the sheriff's daughter's house where Lucas is, and they ring the doorbell. But we know that Lucas's mom is currently on her way to drowning in the bathtub because the river spirit has decided to take her next. So Lucas is freaking the fuck out. He, like, drags Dean up the stairs. Dean kicks down the door in a very sexy and manly fashion. And then... Oh, my gosh. Um, he can interrupt me in the bath any day. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then Sam, like, gets his arms around the mom in the, in the tub and, like, gets a full boob grab and just pulls her out somehow and saves her from drowning. Um, and then I think that's when... They're, like, talking to her, to mom and being like, hey, this is what we think is going on, but we're not really sure. Like, it's not a lake monster, but what happened to you? Um, and she says that she um, doesn't know, like, what was going on, but she did hear a, vo a voice that said, come play with me. Um, so we know that it's vengeful. <laughs> it's a dead, angry child. Yeah. Which is never a good combination for anyone who has watched any good quality horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I think when they're talking to the mom, Lucas is doing his thing drawing. Um, and that's when he produces a picture of a little boy with his little red bicycle in front of this yellow house that is also behind a church. So there's, like, this whole scene that gives Sam and Dean an idea of where to go next. Um, so they go to this little boy Peter's house. Um, they ask for him, but his mom, maybe? Um, is like, I figured it was mom. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Um, his mom says that he left one day and then never came back. I wasn't really listening at this part. Um, Neither was I. <laughs> Basically, it, I mean, like, her, her son disappeared in the 70s, and... There are enough pictures that the mom has in the house that Sam and Dean figure out that the sheriff and Papa Carlton knew this little boy when they were also kids. Mm -hmm. So that is enough information to assume that something happened to this little boy and that 
these two now grown men were responsible and that's why the spirit is going after their families yeah um, which I get that the I get that the dam is going away and so like the spirit has a deadline but I do not understand why this dead child would wait like 40 years to like kill everyone oh hi Bisky that was uh, Koshek Oh, hi, Koshek! <laughs> like, why did... Like, obviously, I'm positive these people have been in and out of that lake a million times since then. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why? Like, he also could have, like... If he wanted to kill the families, he could have killed the kids so many times. Yeah. So, why would he just hang out and wait? Like, ghosts... Don't, I mean, don't they want to pass on? Like, go ahead. Like, do your vengeance. Kill your people and, you know, get the fuck out. <laughs> Like, this is so weird. Yeah. I don't... That's a really great question. I know that when they were doing... When Sam and Dean were doing their research, they found out that there were several killings before. Um, and oh, so I guess that's true. I don't really know, like, what those... Who who died in those and what tie they had to yeah. the sheriff and Papa Carlton. Maybe it was more kids from the same Boy Scout oh, so it was troop. the same troop? Yeah. Um, yeah. That had and then this up. was just their turn? Yeah. I think maybe they were. he was saving the best for last. Um, Could be, because it definitely sounds like these were the two who were the most directly responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so they... Uh, after they talk to Peter's mom, they go back... Shh, they go back to... <laughs> They go back to the lake um, with Lucas's mom, um, and I think Lucas finds the big red bicycle that Peter rode, and that's when the sheriff just pops in out of nowhere and mm-hmm. is like ready to shoot somebody. And Sam and Dean are trying to explain to them that there is a vengeful spirit in that. Um, lake and they need to find the remains and salt and burn it which is the first mention of salt and burning of the whole series and yep. it's where the name of our podcast is derived from um but of course unfortunately we do not actually get a salt and burn no this episode but they at least introduce the concept yeah and, of course, the sheriff is like, what the fuck are you talking about, vengeful spirits? This is not a thing that is true. But then Lucas... Ghosts are not real. Yeah. Of course, no one ever thinks that ghosts are real, except they super are. I have one haunting my apartment. Yes, you do. Um, and... So then Lucas goes to the edge of the river, or the lake, like a dumb... And so then that's when the sheriff gets, like, invested and is like, blah, 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 no, Lucas, you need to not be over there. And we find out that the reason that Peter died was because the sheriff and Mr. Carlton, and I'm assuming the rest of that Boy Scout troop, decided to bully this kid so much. And one day they got, like, way too rough with him, and they decided they are going to hold him underwater and they did it until he died. Because young boys in the 70s were fucking assholes. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's a little different. He's got red no hair. He deserves to die. Ugh, he's small. Let's yeah. make him miserable. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry. You guys deserve to be murdered 
in by a vengeful spirit. Yeah. You murdered a kid and you hid his body. They didn't like they didn't call for help, they didn't do anything. They just let his body float down to the bottom of the lake and like never spoke of it again. Ugh, God. That is some sociopath shit right there. Yeah. Like that's not a that's not normal. Like, no. Yeah. So I I hated that. Yeah, it was it, this episode has a lot of stuff that just made me really angry. Um, but it is a very good episode. It was. I did appreciate that in order to save Lucas and like he and to fix everything, the sheriff does sacrifice himself. Yeah. So he does go out into the lake and basically is just like, Okay, I'm here you know, just take me, I'm the one that you want, which Ghosty Boy does, and that ends it. Yep. The lake so is So that is a very, it's a very neat and tidy ending for a vengeful spirit that's been around for 35 years, I must say, but it was time. Yeah. And at the end, out of all of this, you see Lucas is even starting to talk again, there's peace in the lake, and there's peace in the town. And I'm guessing Lucas had to have been more directly haunted by the little boy to mm. know everything that he knew. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was wondering as well. So I, I don't, they don't ever talk about it, but I don't know if he was somehow connected to the spirit, or if the spirit was haunting him and he could see, like, what he was planning on doing. I think, I think my theory as of right now in this moment is that when he witnessed his dad die, that he saw the ghost that killed his dad, and um, that the ghost decided to, like, stick to Lucas in a way, mm-hmm. and maybe, like, use Lucas as, um, as a way to get what he wanted. Could be. Yeah, I don't know. There's. I mean, they're definitely they're definitely connected somehow. It, just because, like, obviously Lucas would not have known about the house where the boy was from, or where the bicycle was, or to go out into the lake to draw the ghost out, unless they were more deeply connected. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually I I wish they gave us a little bit more information because I wonder. So like, is Lucas actually like a medium? Was this just a weird situation? Like, where is this kid going to go from here? Mm-hmm. I want to know. And, hey, Supernatural writers, y'all been around for enough seasons. You can cycle back to this kid. He's, you know, going to be in his, like, 20s now almost. Yeah. That would be an excellent episode to come back and see what Lucas is doing with his life now. Yeah. And there's so many ways it could go. So, and because they've done it with a lot of other characters. And I always love those episodes. Like, I love it when they come back to someone. Yeah. So, there's, you know, there's a chance. You should do it. Yeah, I think that would be a good decision. Um, as for the weapon of the week, um, there wasn't really much to go off of because they didn't use anything to kill this ghost except self-sacrifice. Human emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was going to use the crayon, but there isn't anything interesting about the crayon. The only history is, like, art history, and I've had about enough of that since my minor is in art history. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's basically, and like, um, when it was used, and it's been around for, like, the longest time. 
like, as far back as humans colored can remember. Wax. Yeah. They would yeah. use colored wax um, as a way to, like, you know, color things. Um, and then it didn't... No, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, the normal things. Um, the wax is usually beeswax. Duh. Um, and it didn't start becoming the crayon that we know until, I think, about the 1800s where it became more like a charcoal thing or like kind of like pastels or like chalk um but yeah that's basically the history it's a soft history of the crayon (laughs) (laughs) that's fair because we i don't we'll go more into detail about the salting and burning ritual once we actually have a salt and burn happen Mm -hmm. in the episode yep because yeah this one it was very much just the boys were in the right place at the right time, and they could use their knowledge just to facilitate. Yeah. A relatively peaceful ending. Yeah, everyone is okay, except for the deceased, of course. Um, Dean is a little perturbed that he didn't get to save everybody, but I think overall he feels okay about how it ends. Yeah, he got to save Lucas. Yeah. And he actually he gave this little boy his life back. So at least, you know, he has a future in a way that he was never going to have if he was being haunted by this terrifying ghost child. Yep. And he teaches Lucas to say Zeppelin rules. You know. As is appropriate. Yeah, to get those chicks. Or whatever. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. So, uh... So that's about it for (laughs) Dead in the... Yeah, because there's just, you know, vengeful... We're going to have a lot more vengeful spirits over the seasons. So this is a very good introduction to a vengeful spirit, but also that's probably the monster that most viewers are going to be the most familiar with Yeah. already. Yeah. So it was a good episode. Good, good creepy factor. Yeah. That, so... that shot with, like, the little boy's face above the lake where, like, you just see his nose... And like dead skin and bright red hair. And I like that. Eyes, his eyes. That were was so bright. an excellent. Right. That was a great shot. Yeah. Like I, I had, I like little things like that. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish there were almost more of those little jump scare type moments throughout. Yeah. Instead of waiting to just reveal him at the very end, because it was really it was good and spooky. Yeah. But. Yep. Yeah, that's. That's about it. Not, yeah, because we don't even have, we don't have a weapon. There's nothing to talk about with their fake personas. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of people, but. Yeah. It's good. If it comes on TNT, I'll watch it. <laughs> Next week, we will be looking at The Phantom Traveler, which is. About planes. Oh. 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 Yeah, you remember this one now? Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. this one. This one's a fun one. This one. I I definitely know I've watched this one. I don't remember if I like it or not. I just know I've seen it. So I'm looking forward to watching this one again to get a better feel for it. Yeah, uh, it's a very good one. I remember it vividly. And I've seen it a couple times since I started watching Supernatural. It's a good one. It's a lot of fun. Hopefully this next week will be a little bit more uh, eventful, so we have a little bit more to talk about. Yeah. 
Yeah. If not, we'll just, you know, get creative with it. Yep. Um, some things to remind you, uh, we are now available on iTunes. Thank you. Heck yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, so if you're going to go listen to us on iTunes, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe so that we know what we're doing, um, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. It's okay if you want to tell us that we're shitty at this. Um, <laughs> we, we are. Like, uh, we know we are. So, yeah, any little bit helps. Yeah. We can't we can't get better if no one tells us how to do that. Yeah. Or what they want to see instead. Yeah. So. Or here. Oh, yeah. Duh. Here. <laughs> you can't see us. Yeah. Oh. Uh, or, you know, if you don't actually want to listen to us, if you just want to subscribe anyways, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. Like, my mom. Hi, Mom. I told you to subscribe. Oh, hi, Patty. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think... Oh, also, if you want to contact us in any way, send us something uh, that's fun and creative or just say hi, um, our email is saltburnsupernatural at gmail.com. Um, and that is in the description in case, um, you get it wrong or you didn't understand me saying it. Um, other than that, I think we are good. I think so, too. Yeah. So, stay salty, my friends. Stay salty, my friends. And goodbye. Goodbye.